Hey, good afternoon, Top Fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. It's Thursday, which means what? Jackson, what does Thursday mean? I believe it's the weekly review, is it not? It's the weekly review. It's when we film it, and then we we put it on on, on Saturday, which is awesome. So, Jackson, we got tons to talk about this week. There's been a lot of fun out there, fun in the sun, dog days, right? So, start us off. All right. <clears throat> I'm sure Dave, Dave Schaefer will appreciate my comments. So, you know, some, some <laughs> White Sox stuff is coming. But uh, is, is it panic mode for the White Sox, you think? You know, even though they've been playing a little bit better of late, they're starting to slip real bad. Um, I believe it was last night or the night before. They had first and second with nobody out. And they ran into a stupid double play for like the fourth or fifth time this season. Triple play. Was it a triple play? It was a triple play. It was oh, yes. a oh, yeah. the, center the, field. The, the eight five triple play. That's right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Triple play. Uh, the Sorry, only Dave. eight. Yeah, the only eight five triple play in major league history. Again, <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> Allegedly. But yeah, they just they just don't look good. And you gotta think with all the all the star power on that team, all the big name players they have, mm-hmm. they haven't put it together halfway through the season. Maybe they need to have a change at the helm. They need to change something because the way they're going, they're going to finish third. They're Fire, Tony. Yeah, I'm sure that's what Dave's chanting in the background listening to this. I mean, they're four and a half out in the wild card. They're a game behind Cleveland in the wild card. Mm-hmm. They're like five and a half back in the, the Twins who, I mean, if the Twins are in first place at the trade deadline, they're going to be buying and they're going to, they have some good prospects they can offload to get some good talent. So, I mean... White Sox need to put it together. It, it's I think it's time to hit the panic button on the White Sox, you know, the team we all picked to finish first easily in that division. You know, it's funny. I had a conversation with Dave uh, offline, and he says, you know, and I can relate to this as a Dodger fan of the 90s and, and 2000s. Um, in essence, I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but in essence, he was saying, you get excited because they show a flash of brilliance, and then next thing you know, they knock you down. And they do stuff like run into a triple play. You're like, man, come on. So good, good pick. Good pick. That wasn't one of mine that I was going to use. I, I figured you as the stats guy would bring that up. So I nailed it. Nailed it. So, um, okay. Here's my first one of the week. Can we just talk about Kyle Schwarber? This dude is just, I hate, I know you're Braves fan, but this dude is killing the ball. He's like up there destroying the ball. I mean, uh, we had a talk offline. Uh, if these people hear about our offline talks, we might as well just put them online. It's online. <laughs> I, I believe, were we talking to, was it after we did the, the leadoff hitters one? Who were we talking to? Who's the, the Rays fan whose name I can never remember? John. John. Yes, we were talking with John. Great guy. We were talking about the, the true three outcomes. He said, no, Adam Dunn slander. And yeah. Kyle Schwarber reminds me of Adam Dunn, except he hits leadoff. Dude, Kyle Schwarber's had three or four home runs. This week. He had a game where he had two home runs. The, the I, Phillies won 11 to nothing against the Nationals. He had two home runs. Yeah, I mean, the, the dude could get a hold of a pitch. I think, I mean, he's going to be really key for the Phillies staying afloat in the wild card race. There are some searching teams who I will talk about maybe later. But, um, you know, it's key for Philadelphia without Bryce Harper. He's their best left-handed hitter. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, good for him to be successful outside of June. June's kind of his big month, but yep. good for him to carry it in July. Schwarber's a good guy. I don't mind. Schwarber's a good dude. I like him. All right, what do you got number two? 
I mean, how about the Marlins? Oh, the the surging Miami Marlins who are seven and three in their last ten. I know they're two games under five hundred, folks, but they're only three and a half back in the wild card behind Philadelphia. And boy, are they looking scary. Their rotation starting to fall behind. Uh, you know, the National League Cy Young Award winner, front runner Sandy Alcantara, who just looks. His stat lines look like a video game every time. He, he looks like he's pitching in the 90s, man. He goes seven, eight innings every start. The manager comes out to get him. He tells him no, and then gets the last out with the bases loaded. I mean, what is, we talked about this guy four or five times on weekly yeah. review. Yep. He's he start, Even as a Braves fan, I am not ashamed to say he's one of my favorite pitchers in the watch pitch because he goes out there and he brings it. Every pitch, he brings it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I uh, except for Sandy, I think that the Cy Young Award is going to go to Tony G if he keeps pitching the way he is. But, um, but we can argue, debate that. Right. You and I will probably agree on this statement that the Miami Marlins are a playoff contending team in 2023. They're just. I, I would agree that I think they're a bat or two away from being a playoff contending team this year. Yeah, yeah. They still got a lot of games against the Braves, and they still got a lot of games against uh, the Phillies, and they still got a lot of games against the Mets. Yeah, they're playing. They started three games set with the Mets tonight. Um, and again, it's one of those teams. They're if they could get a couple bats and get on a run, they have prospect capital, expendable prospect capital. They have expendable major league ready pitchers as well. They have like seven or eight guys that can slot into that rotation. So this is a team that. I don't imagine that they're going to stand pat at the trade deadline like they had the last couple of years. I think they're going to be aggressive because every full season they've made it to the playoffs. They've won the World Series. Think about that. All two. <laughs> hey. And they were Florida back then. Two for two, man. There you go. All right. So so that's a good pool for number two. My number two is, is going to be simple. Um, all rise. Right. Aaron Judge is having a season to not forget. And the contract year for him but more importantly the dude is on pace to hit home runs 60 home runs it's insane and he's making it look easy last night the 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 Bronx Bombers beat up on the pod or the Pirates 16 to nothing and Aaron Judge went yard and he just had this effortless swing that looks like it's going to be a fly ball left field but because he's so strong it gets out of the yard I'm not I'm not saying that this dude is, is, you know, the best of the best, but I am going to tell you, you need to, we need to mention him. I mean, he hit a couple home runs this week. He, it sounds like I'm home run centric, but um, you know, he hit a couple home runs this week and guys on fire. I mean, he's leading that team, right? Yeah. I mean, he's the AL MVP front runner. Like you said, contract here. He, he's balling out. I think he's a little insulted at the arbitration offer that the Yankees offered him. Yeah. Uh, he, well, he's, he's, he's playing, he's playing with passion. I like it. I do too. And the rumor has it and who knows about rumors, right? I mean, I haven't, I haven't talked to Aaron. I mean, he's left me a couple of voicemails, but I've been busy. I just uh, rather call you back Jackson. No, I'm teasing, but he um, <laughs> rumor has it since he's from the Bay area, he wants to go to San Francisco. So if you sign Jock Peterson in the offseason to a longer-term deal in San Francisco and Aaron Judge and you got um, Skrimsky out there, Mikey Skrimsky, that's an outfield to be talking with. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty powerful lineup. You no, know, uh, San Francisco is regarded as a pitcher-friendly ballpark, not so much in left field. 
and right field it is absolutely spacious and cavernous with that gigantic wall in front of the bay. But left field, left field's not that far. Right center, you can hit the ball and run for miles. Right. I mean, if you hit it to the right spot off that wall and it caroms from right center into center field, you got an easy triple, maybe even inside the park. I mean, case in point was each what was it, Ichiro Suzuki's inside the park home run of the all-star game in like 2005 yeah. or something like that. He hits a ball just off the wall and he's gone. <laughs> yep. Run, baby, run. All right. What's your number three? What's your, your final pick before honorable mentions? Uh, I know we said we we're going to do a separate separate one about all-star voting, but can we talk about how close this all-star final vote's going with some of these? Um, yes. Go Trey I mean, Turner. I mean, I think Dansby Swanson's more deserving than Turner, but again, that's for a different different, different topic for a different different video. But I mean, Arenado, Machado are <laughs> neck and neck. Devers and Ramirez are pretty close. I mean, even guys like Tim Anderson against Bo Bichette, it's been really tight. Uh, yep. Yeah. Jordan Alvarez or Shohei Otani, which is probably like the hardest vote of your life. I mean, you could argue just Jordan's just the better pure hitter, but you know, people want to see Shohei Otani in the all-star game. And I think it's, I think it's good for the game that the positional battles are close. People aren't just, you know, voting for the tried and true name. I think people are really kind of excited. I think the all-star game is going to be exciting this year in Los Angeles. You know, if people can get to the game up at Chavez ravine through all that traffic. <laughs> But yeah. I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great, and um, I'm excited to see who, who makes it through to the final vote. I think either way, Trey Turner and Dansby Swanson are both on the National League All Star team, so I guess it doesn't really matter who wins. But go Dansby. Yeah, go go Trey. So by the way, top fans, um, please understand, Jackson. I, I think I mentioned this to you before, but I'm trying to put a group together to do a podcast next week sometime later next week and I'm calling it all-star snubs and people that should be on that all-star team that, that aren't, and we may even do it on Saturday or Sunday next week. But you, you bring up a good point. And, and Jackson, the thing that drives me batty about the all-star voting is it almost feels like a popularity contest. At one point, Fernando Tatis was number three in vote getting at shortstop. He hasn't played a game yet, right? How can you be number three in all-star voting? That's just, you know, hometown cooking right there, right? I mean, as a Braves fan, I'll be the first to uh, voice my displeasure that Adam Duvall made it to the final vote somehow in the All-Star game. I did, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Adam, you're a great guy, but if you're listening to this, you, you've been kind of stinking this season. So, I mean, it is just a big popularity contest. I think the, the final vote kind of helps remedy that you're seeing those guys that did get in on popularity start to lose the guys who kind of like merit it a little bit more. Yeah. I think that helps, but. Okay. So my number three and you you called it great, but my number three is, um, is I am, I am pleasantly impressed every time Shohei Otani goes out yesterday, you mentioned the Marlins and how they've got their one bat away from being a playoff contender, but they got a good lineup. Shohei, mowed down 10 over seven innings. And so um, I'm impressed with what he does on the mound and what he does at the plate. So you got to mention Shohei, because again, last week, what did he strike out? Well, his last outing, I think he struck out 10 or 12. So since we filmed this, if I'm not mistaken, he struck out over 20 batters. Yeah, I mean, what is it? His last four starts, he's got like 26 and two-thirds innings pitched. Yeah. 
He's only given up like three runs or something like that. And then, I mean, he had the two run single yesterday and he stole a base as well. I mean, it, it's, he's a, a seven tool player. Is that what you call it? I don't know how he's got more tools than the Swiss army knife. We'll just, we'll there, you leave go. That. <laughs> there you go. All right, Jackson, wrap it up on your side with an honorable man. Do you have an honorable mention for the week? I do. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about Matt Olson to hit doubles because that's what we do around here. Uh, he hit double number 32 that's the what other night. You do around here. Uh, he is still on pace for a 60 double season, which fun fact would be the first 60 double season since 1936 when Charlie Gallagher and Joe Medwick both crossed the plateau. Charlie Gallagher for the, or Garringer, excuse me, for the Detroit Tigers and Joe Medwick for the St. Louis Cardinals. So, yeah, crazy, huh? <laughs> it's bonkers. Crazy. Might have a 60 home run season and a 60 double season in the same season. There you go. My, uh, my own, I mean, I've got like four honorable mentions, but I'll break it down to one. Um, I uh, didn't realize this, but Mookie Betts had his first walk-off hit as a Dodger last night. Um, came back into the lineup, has been, been cautious. Play a little second, play a little right. Chris Taylor went on the IL with a, he fouled the ball off his foot the left foot contusion issue. Um, and so he he may not be back till August from what it sounds like. But Mookie then moved to right. He's super cautious, doesn't dive for stuff and everything. But he's been hitting well. Had his first walk-off hit yesterday, and it went about 70 feet. Bases loaded, one out. Mookie hits a ground ball that bounces over the pitcher's head. Chris Bryant comes over to glove it from third base. Realizes he doesn't have enough time to throw home. Dodgers win, sweep uh, the Rockies. So, yeah, super happy with him. Super happy with him. So it's amazing that he's been a, a Dodger since mid uh, mid nineteen, and he hasn't had a walk off hit. I mean, he missed part of last season, and he played in the short in twenty twenty. So, yeah. yeah. Who won the World Series in twenty twenty? I forget. I don't remember because I don't think that one counted. Oh, if, oh. The Braves would have won it, if the Braves would have won it, you would have said it counted. No, I would have wanted them to win another one. But There you go. There you go. Well, don't worry. You guys got yours last year. We'll get ours this year. It's going to be tough. Nas- National League looks good. And I, your, your least favorite team in the MLB, your, your buddies in Houston are looking pretty good too, so. They are looking really good, but I will tell you this. I'm going to give a little love to the White Sox fans out there. I will tell you this. I've said this to a couple of White Sox fans. I do not want to face the White Sox in the best of seven series. They're pitching those two arms that they have between um, – what's his name? Uh, um, K-Pack and, and Cease. Those guys throw close to 100 miles an hour, spot it with their sliders, curveballs. You don't want those guys – you don't want to see those guys three times in a, you know, those like two that. dudes four times in a seven-game series. No. Yeah. That, those are the games when they're on that you're praying for pitch count. You're like, I hope that some guy has a 14-pitch at-bat so that by the end of the fifth inning, this guy's got 87 pitches. And Tony LaRusse is asleep in the dugout anyways because it's usually his nap time during the game. And um, so you just hope that somebody pulls the pitcher out after the fifth inning. Right. It's, but you do not want to face that club. Tell me that you want to face that club in a best of seven series. Uh, probably not. 
I mean, they have a good lineup. Like I said, they're really talented. It's just we're at the halfway point, and you know the the morning lights are still going off. You know, but yeah. like you, but like you, like you said, you quoting Dave, that they will amaze you and wow you on one day. So you got to look out because if they can string something together. Top fans, I got an announcement to make. You know, that's my little breaking news thing. Um, since we've completed our weekly review, and when you're able to hear this on Saturday, you will be able to go to the Top Fan website, topfanrivalry.com, and you'll be able to click onto the team store and you'll be able to order, pre order shirts. Um, and we may have other stuff on there too. Uh, but it's exciting. So Jackson, when they order shirts, even if they, even if they're ordering a bundle where they've got, you know, a little discount, what code do they use? I mean, they should use code Jackson. Just use code Jackson. We're good. We're good. So top fans that will be up by Saturday. By the time you see this on or listen to this on Saturday, go to the team store, take a look, order your shirt. Um, there are some things that top fans going to do as far as charity is concerned coming up, uh, but we'll announce those later on so jackson i think we did awesome today with the weekly review what do you think we did but i don't want cardinals fans to be mad at me and i mean one more side note i know we're we're wrapping up but nolan arenado hit a cycle cardinals hit four straight home runs oh that's right yeah i completely completely glossed over that so oh in philly yeah but what was funny was didn't they end up losing that game or did philly end up or did they end up beating it? Because I know Philly tied it 5-5. I can't remember. They, 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 they ended up winning it. Okay. Arenado hit the game winner after. That's right. Hitting another That's home right. Run. Listen, top fans, this guy's afraid of Cardinals fans. Are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> Come on, Jackson. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to spread the love around. I can't just talk about the NL East and the AL Central all the time, you know? That's true. Like I do. <laughs> well, top fans, tell us what you think. I know that you guys are liking this. We're getting a lot of downloads on it. Um, sure do appreciate everybody listens. Go to topfanrivalry.com. There's an article that was posted this week called Baseball Then and Now. Um, and honestly, it was written by a guy named, Dave, uh, by a guy named Jason. Uh, honestly, one of the best articles I've seen. So if you haven't read it yet, please go check it out. Go to the team store. Um, pre-order your shirts. Uh, right now, they're coming in, in gray and white. Um, we will have uh, multiple colors of that. And then don't forget, Jackson and I will be doing this every Saturday. So, Jackson, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for, thanks doing for this. having me. Yeah. Have a good one. You too.